Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Patrick Yip. Patrick, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's 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 go. Patrick is the director of online marketplaces with AppMex. They are the leading e-retailer of gold and silver. Patrick, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So it all started in 2008. I was heavily invested into stocks. Um, I saw my portfolio got wiped out by over 50%. And I said, well, something's broken. So this led me to discover precious metals, gold and silver. Um, Eventually got into that, uh, started at AppMax around 2011. I've been here for over 10 years and it's been great. Nice. Appreciate that. So Certainly, since 2008, the world has changed dramatically, and it feels like the world is just continuing to change dramatically. Um, in terms of gold, silver, other precious metals that y'all are focused on, is there something that's really top of mind or current trends that, that, that you're most excited about or most focused on? Yeah, I think in this this current environment, it's it's kind of interesting. As you mentioned, things are dramatically different. I think it's important for investors to consider diversification. Um, you look at it; it's now been 13 years since the 08 crash. Um, all assets are booming, um, especially since COVID. You look at everything. You look at real estate setting records, stocks at an all time high. Even some cryptos are booming, despite some of the fundamentals of some of these meme coins. Um, I think it's important to remember that things are cyclical. Nothing goes up and up forever without having at least one or two corrections throughout the process. Um, so I would recommend if you do have some gains in some of these other sectors, it might not be a bad idea to take some of those gains, uh, spread it to another sector, which you may think is undervalued. Um, in fact, an interesting thing a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking at the New Orleans Investment Conference, and one interesting trend I saw was several real estate investors uh, looking to get into gold and silver, which they view as another um, hard asset. Nice. So it's, it's, it's a fascinating time because we need precious metals for all of our apply for, 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 for all of our technology, right. To, 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 to build our phones and our electric cars. And then we're looking at gold the way that I think we traditionally have, which are hedges against inflation or safe havens. Uh, And it sounds like that there are our our limits and we don't have enough of these metals and we need to start mining them. So from somebody on the outside looking in, I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in diversifying, but which one or how? <laughs> yeah, ultimately it's gonna depend on uh, your asset allocation. Obviously there's not a one size fit all, fits all for every um, investor. Obviously if you have hard assets, maybe you, you have a smaller position. If you don't have any hard assets, maybe something a little heavier. Um, one of the things that I like to say on gold and silver is it's a great portfolio diversification strategy. And gold is basically a negatively correlated asset with the stock market. And, and by that, I mean that as the stocks go up, gold generally goes down. And, and then people might say, well, why, why would I want that? Um, so typically, when you, when you talk to a financial advisor, they'll advise something like, hey, do you want stocks or bonds? If you're okay with high volatility and you want a higher return, you go heavier stocks. Obviously, if you don't like the volatility um, and you're okay with giving some of those returns away, you go heavy bonds. Um, we 
he did an analysis looking at the past 50 years of data, so quite a bit of data, and the 10-year average returns. So looking at returns over a 10-year period, and averaging the average year, um, it's possible to almost have a return of 100% stock portfolio with a volatility of 100% bond portfolio by making an allocation of 80% in S&P, 20% in gold. Um, the numbers actually work out to about, so if you look at stocks, they have an average real return, this is inflation adjusted, of around 7% a year, bonds are 5%. Um, this gold portfolio would be 6.7%. So a little lower than the stock portfolio, but you get a lot less volatility. Um, you look at the volatility, it's 5% in the stock portfolio, 3% in the bond portfolio, and 2.7% in the, in the gold and S&P portfolio. So that's one, one data point. Um, obviously, like I mentioned, it's really going to depend on your, uh, your asset allocation if, if you want to do this 80-20% mix or something else. Yeah, I think that that's a cool way to look at it and always appreciate um, doing a little bit of research and, 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 and looking at what's actually happened. So in terms of, um, you mentioned cryptocurrency and crypto assets and a lack of, for lack of a better term, fundamentals. Um, and I, you know, I, it's cryptos is, 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 is unique and it's one thing. Gold is unique and it's one thing. Silver is unique and, and it's its own thing. I think that people want to or have a tendency to sort of say, well, why wouldn't I do crypto over gold? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think they're different asset classes. Um, it was interesting. I, I mentioned the New Orleans Investment Conference. I was actually talking to a Sprott advisor over there. Um, actually, I know the guy personally. Um, but Sprott, for those of you guys who don't know, it's one of the largest asset managers, alternative asset managers in the world. Um, and what the conversation with this guy was, was just it, it couldn't hurt to have a little bit uh, invested in every single sector. I, unfortunately, no one knows what gold's going to do over the next year, the next 10 years. No one knows what Bitcoin's going to do in the next year or 10 years. But I think it would be it would be really bad, I guess, if you missed out on some of this upside. Obviously, Bitcoin went from pennies to $60,000. You can look at what gold did in the 70s. It went from $35 to $800 in, two, in, in basically 10 years. I don't know if, if either asset class is going to have that performance, but it couldn't hurt just to get a little bit in. Um, a little bit could go a long way if this thing becomes a, a 10, 20, 30 bagger. Yeah. So at Max, do like you are actually selling hard, like, like the physical assets? That's correct. Um, so Atmex is one of the largest online retailers of precious metals. Um, we sell gold, silver, platinum, and palladium, uh, bars, rounds, and coins. Uh, we estimate that we have about a 40% share of the U.S. market. And actually on this year, we're on track to sell about $2 billion in physical gold and silver to uh, retail investors. And is that more than usual? It's much more than usual. A um, couple of trends too. I mean, we're, we're just seeing demand at, at record levels. Um, <clears throat> you look at transacting customers, we hit an all-time high in 2020. 2021 set an all-time record. You look at ounces sold, um, we're seeing demands at multiples at what we've seen previous year. Um, and an interesting thing that we're also seeing is, is inventory supply is getting stressed. Um, so you have record demand. You also have COVID shutdown, so limited production facilities at mints, at wholesalers, and so on like this. So you basically have the, the perfect storm, which is creating limited supply and, and, and you know higher demand, uh, which is pushing some of the premiums even higher um, on, on the physical side. So y'all are, 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 you are, are the marketplace to match up buyers and sellers? 
Yes, that's correct. Uh, many of the mints actually don't like selling or don't can't sell directly to the public. They don't have the facilities or the operation staff to, to handle little, or I guess little is relative, but like they, our average order size is a couple thousand dollars, but a lot of the mints are not um, set up to do this. So what we do is, is we buy, we have relationships directly with the mints. We buy directly from the mints and then we we list the products on our, on the website on atmax.com and then we sell it to individual retail um, investors. How many mints are there? There's several. Um, you you have some of the larger mints, such as um, let's say the, the the U.S. mint, the Royal Canadian mint, the Perth mint, the the Royal mint in the U.K. Then you also have smaller mints, that, and there's there's several of these. Uh, we actually have our own mint here too. It's called Nine Fine Mint, where we actually mint uh, gold and silver products too. So, in terms of all the mints, several. <laughs> and so, in, in, I don't even know if these are appropriate questions to ask because I've never asked them before. So let's just use Perth uh, as an example because you 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 mentioned it, or we can make one up if 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 that's better. Does X Y Z Mint actually have um, possession of gold, and then when you buy it from them, they give it to you, or how does that actually work? Yeah, so a lot of times these mints um, source metals from from different refineries, uh, mining companies, whatever. Um, the various sources, they then take this this metal, they refine it to a certain purity, um, to, to a certain standard so that they can start minting coins. Obviously, if you buy a coin, you want to know that every coin is the same. You don't want to say, well, this one's pure gold and, and this one's less pure um, and so on. So they refine the metal, they then mint it. So in the Perth Mint, they make um, like gold and silver kangaroos, which is, is their most popular coin. Um, they then um, charge us a small premium over the, the metal price. We then buy that. It gets shipped over here to the U.S. from Australia, and then we then list it on our website and, and get people to buy it. Fascinating. And I have to imagine it is more expensive and more dangerous to be shipping gold than it is shipping coffee grounds, for example. Yeah, every, everything's all insured when it sh- when it ships. A lot of times it's through secure um, carriers, too, such as like a Brinks or a Loomis. So it's it's all insured. It gets here safely. Fascinating. Okay. All right. So in 2020, y'all were, were setting breaking records, 2021 breaking records. So that is evidence, uh, at least I, I would imagine that people are concerned. Is that, is, that, is that what this is? Or just wanting diversification away from traditional fiat currency or stocks, all that? Yeah, I think a lot of people are concerned. You you look at some of the, the, the current uh, environments right now in terms of what we're seeing out there. Um, for example, you have quantitative easing, um, which is, I mean, the, the government is printing and printing um, with, with no end in sight. Um, you have debt and deficits. Uh, the U.S. national debt's approaching $30 trillion, um, and many are thinking that the attempts to solve this is not going to end well. And then you have negative real interest rates too. Um, you look at some of the nominal nominal rates are going down and inflation is going up. You go to the store and everything is higher. You go to restaurants, everything is higher. Um, I think people are looking towards something else um, just in case some of this does not end well. Yeah. So, so do you view actually owning and taking possession of physical gold as one more diversification above and beyond just buying a gold ETF or buying the shares of, of some kind of a gold stock? 
Yeah, so at Avex, we like to offer uh, solutions for everyone. Uh, if you like physical gold, we'll gladly sell you the physical gold, the physical silver uh, for your at home for your so that you can have it in your hands. Uh, there's obviously no counterparty risk. It can't be hacked away. You could pass it to generations to generations and so on like that. We'll gladly sell you that uh, on atmax.com. Um, but I've always said that there comes a point when a little bit of physical is, is or maybe a lot of physical is, is not the greatest idea. You might feel comfortable holding 10,000, 100,000, but at some point you may not want to have a million dollars, $2 million of gold in your house, depending on, on your net worth, because obviously that opens other security risk for you. You hate to get robbed in the middle of the night when you're sleeping and someone's trying to take your gold. Um, that's why we offer another solution called OneGold, which is another platform that allows customers to own vaulted positions of gold, silver, and platinum stored at various vaults around the world, such as the US, Canada, Switzerland, and the UK. So this is all fully insured, fully audited. You have title to your metal. Um, just another way to own gold. Um, and maybe, maybe you want you want that you want physical i like both i i own some physical i also like one gold too because it allows me to sleep at night and not knowing that i i might get robbed for my gold at some point yeah that's, i think that that's fa- i think that that certainly intellectually makes sense to me and probably emotionally as well <laughs> um interesting what what is um if if i did buy i think you mentioned bars coins and was the third one round rounds yeah what, what is that so a coin is a term that it's basically minted by a, a government so it's minted by the canadian government it's minted by the u.s government the the uk government and it has a face value so it would say fifty dollars a hundred dollars whatever is on it a round is minted by a private mint so like let's say nine fine mint is our private mint we can't legally put fifty dollars on it because we we can't make money. We can't uh. make currency. So that basically a round is, is a circular object that looks like a coin that does not have a face value. And a bar is obviously like a rectangular piece. Got it. Okay. So I've got, let's just say I've got gold coins that are worth or or around that are worth ten thousand dollars. And that's that's what I bought it for. And now the value is twenty thousand dollars because the price of gold has 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 essentially doubled. What is my market for that? And how, how, how does that work? What do you mean do you, in terms of how to sell it or? Yeah, if, if I wanted to redeem it for currency. Yeah, so we actually offer um, a two-way um, transaction. So if you want to buy from us, we'll sell you the gold. If you want to sell to us, we give you prices to, to sell your gold back to us. Um, it was actually interesting a couple of years ago before COVID too, I was in Belgium and I was looking at one of these currency exchange places. And obviously they, they take euros over there in Belgium. And then I saw, it said they had a US dollar exchange rate of British pound. And then it said gold Eagle, gold Krugerrand. And they actually gave you euros over there. Uh, if you had certain coins, um, it's the nice thing about gold. It's a global market. Um, gold has a demand everywhere, whether you're in Europe, whether you're in Asia, you're in the middle East, um, people want gold. That's interesting. Is, is there a way to know? which which countries or which places will exchange currency for gold? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but a yeah. lot of times most most countries will value the gold based on its metal content. Um, some countries might have a little bit more of a preference for certain um, coins. For example, the, the gold American Eagle is the most popular here in the U.S. Obviously, it's, it's the kind of the home country coin. Sure. Um, Krugerrands are popular in Europe um, as, as well as the British sovereign too. So it just, it depends really where you are. Um, but 
everywhere I've been, there's always been um, demand for gold. Interesting. How is how is um, is is one gold? Is this a relatively how how long has that been around, and 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 how is that trending versus just actually taking possession? Yeah, so one gold has been around since 2018. It was actually an original partnership between Atmax and Sprott. Uh, so we looked at the marketplace and said, okay, let's create a better solution for customers to own gold, kind of like a modern way. Um, some people don't feel comfortable holding gold in their hand. Um, how one gold works is first we start with various agreements um, with the different vaulting companies around the world, such as Branks, Loomis, Royal Canadian Mint, uh, CNT, and Atmex. We then source larger bars. So these are the 400 ounce gold bars, 1,000 ounce silver bars. We then move this into the various vaults around the world. The metals then listed on one gold, which is an online platform uh, for sale. I think it's important to note that one gold is only going to sell the metal that it has. So like if we have a certain number of ounces and you want to buy something greater than those ounces, we'll actually pause metal sales until we could acquire more inventory. And that guarantees the one for one backing. We don't want to sell one of these unbacked promises where you think you own gold, but you don't own gold. When you purchase the gold, it's 100% owned by you. It doesn't appear up on one gold's balance sheet. Um, premiums are attractive too, since you generally own a portion of one of the larger bars instead of an individual corner bar, we're able to sell gold at 0.8% or 80 basis points over spot, um, so between 1% and 2% over spot. Um, as I previously mentioned, everything is audited, insured. Um, and then we also offer a redemption option, which for your convenience, let's say you decide to do one gold and then you said, well, I really want to change my mind. I want to take my possession of my gold and silver. You could actually swap your positions at one gold for any of the 20,000 products available at, at Atmax and it'll ship the next day. Cool. So you, you used the term spot. Is that just what the price of it is? Yeah. Spot price refers to the, the current price that a gold or, or silver ounce could be bought on the market. Got it. Nice. Well, I think that that is, that is pretty interesting. I think that I, I imagine that that's pretty compelling. Um, as, as, as an industry, the gold industry, the silver industry, are there more entities such as One Gold that, that, that are coming online? Yeah, there's, there's a few. Um, I think the biggest competitor to uh, a platform like One Gold is, is the ETFs, such as the GLD and the SLV. Um, kind of an interesting thought on there is you have platforms such as, obviously, Atmex, we're seeing record demand. Uh, One Gold, we're setting new records to. We have like 90,000 customers, um, over 750,000 transactions, certainly booming on the one gold side. The interesting thing about the GLD and the SLV is they're actually shedding metal. So people are, are leaving the GLD and the SLV despite record, record demand on the Atmex and one gold side. And so we looked into this and we said, well, why is that? Because it, it seems a little odd that one, one is going one way and the other is going the other way. If you look at the GLD, for example, you look at where they say the gold is stored. They said it could be stored at a custodian, a subcustodian, or a subcustodian of a subcustodian. That's like if I gave you my gold coin, then you lent it to your friend, and your friend lent it to your friend of a friend, and at some point you lose control of it. Um, but one of the biggest things about the GLD is they say the metal's not insured, which is a big con to me because you'd hate to make an investment in gold. You see your gold double, and you're like, hey, great, you're right. And then one of these subcustodians of a subcustodian gets broken into, and they said, you know what, that gold investment that you made, it's actually gone. So you have nothing. Um, so I think that's one of the concerns with the, the GLD and, and the SLV. But that's by far the, the biggest competitor of, of, of some, a platform like OneGold. Yeah, well, that certainly makes sense. 
And it, yeah, I think that if people actually read the fine print and they saw that about, you know, it being housed here, there, or the other place, and then it's not insured, that that would give people probably a lot of reticence. So appreciate that. Well, Patrick, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, I would say uh, definitely check out precious metals, uh, even if it's just a small allocation. Um, it couldn't hurt. No one knows what the, the future of gold and silver is going to do. Maybe, maybe it stays flat. Maybe it, it quadruples. Uh, who knows? I would recommend at least getting some type of ownership in gold and silver. If you like the physical, we'll gladly say you physical on Apex.com. If you like the vaulted option, check out Rumble.com. Uh, we also have apps for both companies. Uh, check us out on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Uh, both have apps. Um, we also have an exciting new uh, app on the AppMex side that allows you to actually buy, transact, and manage your account uh, through your mobile phone. Nice. Very cool. Well, Patrick, I appreciate you coming on. Where can people learn more about you? You just gave us the websites. Give it us, Give us them again, please. Yeah, that's that. The Outmax website is apmex.com. That's A-P-M-E-X.com. And the one gold website is onegold.com. So O-N-E-G-O-L-D.com. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me directly. It's uh, Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K dot yip, Y-I-P at apmex.com. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Patrick your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to onegold.com. Go to apmex, A-P-M-E-X dot com shoot patrick an email patrick.yep at atmax.com and figure out if this makes sense for you thanks again patrick great thank you and until next time keep fighting the good fight we are all in this together <laughs>